Welcome to Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. I'm Christy. And I'm Bill. So blessed to be married to Christy. We're psychotherapists, spiritual directors, and the founders of Soul Shepherding. We're glad you've joined us for Soul Talks as we invite you into our home for a conversation on life, love, and leadership with the Lord Jesus. Honey, we're doing a podcast today on emotionally sensitive people. Yeah. And this is a venture for me on trusting the Lord because this is something that I am. I'm an emotionally sensitive person. And so it feels vulnerable for me mm-hmm. to do a podcast on that because much of my life I have felt misunderstood and judged for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And yet you did a, a Facebook Live video on this couple of weeks ago, and we just had all kinds of people thanking you and saying, oh, you know, you get it, you understand. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I see that you not only understand, but you are respecting us. And I was felt so loved and honored by that because I think most people that don't understand emotionally sensitive people tend to judge them and maybe think it's like a diagnosis of a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's not that. Yeah, so we really want uh, you who are are tuning in and your friends to know that the research has found that in a family of four people, probably one is an emotionally sensitive person. This is like really common. And the other three probably have some degrees of this maybe. So you who are listening, probably you or someone in your family is emotionally sensitive. And it's very difficult to be a feeler in a family of thinkers and doers. And when you're born that way, as someone who is sensitive and has deep, intense emotions about things, and then if on top of that you're not understood, that's very painful. It is really painful. And, you know, of course, people that aren't born this way, aren't that way, sometimes can find it exasperating or difficult as a parent to understand why why is this child so emotionally reactive and needy? Yeah, and so we need to understand uh, the characteristics of being an emotionally sensitive person and the things that are can be wounding for all of us, but especially people who are emotionally sensitive, so that we can uh, relate to one another better with love and respect. Yeah, well, I think it's important to talk about what it is that we're defining as mm-hmm. an emotionally sensitive person, because we're not talking about somebody who's emotionally unstable. Mm-hmm. You can be emotionally sensitive and be very healthy. Yeah, that's really important. You, you can be uh, mentally healthy. You can be a strong leader. Uh, I talk to people every day who are emotionally sensitive. And we were talking about this the other day, that most of the people that we help in our soul shepherding ministry, pastors and leaders, Bible study leaders, counselors, spiritual directors, parents, all kinds of people who are serving the Lord and caring for other people in their life and strong people. And many of them have tender hearts and feel pain and and have the gift of mercy and there's difficulty with this. There is. And I think it's hard for us who are emotionally sensitive to recognize that it is a gift that God created us this way as a gift because it comes with such a high cost to us. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like a gift. Yeah. Well, we'll come back to the gift part. So So some of the characteristics of being an emotionally sensitive person, the first thing is that we're very vulnerable to feel hurt. Mm -hmm. So looks that are condescending, words that come across as critical, 
being not included or dismissed in some way, comments that are invalidating of emotion and need and sensitivity. Yeah, even if it's done in humor. Oftentimes, you mm-hmm. know, we, we feel hurt. It's like it's not funny because it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Sarcasm is not a, a good thing, not a helpful thing, uh, particularly if you're emotionally sensitive. Yeah. It just gets absorbed right in. Mm-hmm. And then emotionally sensitive people, they walk around with a higher level of emotional pain. It's like, it's kind of like we've got all these bruises. That, and so we're sensitive to more, mm-hmm. more hits of, you know, emotion and, so we feel it an extreme of what somebody else would feel it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Both the good and the bad emotion, mm-hmm. the positive and the negative side of emotions. Yeah, there's more in- intensity to the emotion that you feel, and there's uh, more depth to the pain and also more height to the joys. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a third characteristic for emotionally sensitive people is that we have more intense emotional reactions. Uh, meaning we have trouble regulating our emotions when we're upset, when we're stressed. There's more difficulty moderating that. And then like that, the fourth one is that it takes the emotionally sensitive person longer to calm down when they're upset. Mm -hmm. So we're not real quick to go from laughter to tears (laughs) Mm -hmm. or tears to laughter. Yeah, part of that is a need to verbally process Mm -hmm. and to explain, well, this is what was hurtful to me and to be listened to and to be understood, to have your feelings validated, to receive empathy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that we can't learn to do that. We can, and that's one of the attributes of emotional intelligence is being able to learn to self-soothe, to recover, to rebound after a hurt. So mm-hmm. That's something we can definitely learn and grow in, but we also need to be compassionate with ourselves and with others who are emotionally sensitive to recognize that it's just going to take longer. Yeah, and I'm so glad you brought up emotional intelligence because the emotionally sensitive person actually has a head start on having a high EQ. Mm, That's good. Because the foundation of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. And by definition, uh, we who are emotionally sensitive are more aware of our feelings and our desires and our needs and the things that are underneath the surface. And this starts to get into some of the, the, the gift and Uh, strength and blessing of emotionally sensitive people. But that's that we're in that greater uh, awareness and ability to articulate emotions. Really, we're feeling things that everybody feels, but a lot of people aren't at that depth or they're they're in their heads or they're busy. Yeah, and and so it does take time to really get to know and hear and understand the emotions of an emotionally sensitive person. You and I have been really blessed because, you know, in all of our years of counseling, Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of emotionally sensitive people that come to us because they need a safe place to have their emotions understood. Or they come because they've been judged, they've been hurt, Mm -hmm. and they're afraid something's wrong with me. Help me. You know, I'm just so emotional. It takes me so long to recover. And, you know, what's wrong with me? And they're sure they have a diagnosis and their problem. And so it's such a, a space of grace for them to receive all okay, this is a gift and this is a cost and I need to receive God's love and compassion and acceptance of me. Yeah, and so more than half of the people that we help in our soul shepherding ministry would be emotionally sensitive people. And it's not just women, it's men too. I mean, I talk to men most every day who relate to the things that we're talking about here. Yeah, and often they hide that from other people. And it can isolate us because... Mm -hmm. 
you know, we we don't feel understood or we don't feel safe. We don't feel known. I think the men especially might mm-hmm. have more pressure on them to hide it because we have such strong messages even still in our culture that, you know, especially maybe especially our Christian culture, but, you know, men need to be like strong and, and rational and have it together and, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and this kind of thing. Yeah. So, honey, what's helped you to recognize the the gift in this rather than just judge people who are emotionally sensitive as weak? Well, I've had an emotionally sensitive person in my home uh, throughout my life. My mom is this way and was raised by her. And so I learned at a young age to be sensitive and to be tuned in. And then especially through our relationship and, you know, you and I had, especially in the beginning of our marriage, some issues to work through, uh, part because of dynamics that related around emotions and so forth. And so I began to see increasingly over time how much it helped me to be in relationship with you, including in this specific challenge that you're dealing with, with being emotionally sensitive and feeling things intensely and deeply and struggling with hurt and intensity of pain and difficulty moderating those emotions and so forth. And at first I struggled with that and felt some pressure or I would feel criticized or like, oh, I guess I can't do anything right here. I'm trying to care for you, but it's not sensitive enough or not compassionate enough. But over the course of talking these things through and working it through, I learned that by validating your feelings, really listening to and caring for you, it helped me to articulate my own feelings and my own needs. Early in our marriage, I learned to tap into your empathy for me. Because you are mostly sensitive, you're sensitive to me too. And so you're tuning into what I feel in articulating that. And I began to see how much I needed that and how helpful that was for me. Well, thank you for that. There might be some people listening, though, that are thinking, oh, you know, poor Bill, he's had to walk on eggshells his whole life. Yeah, that's not the case at all. I I don't walk on eggshells around you. And it's been a great blessing and honor and gift for me to be in relationship with you and your emotionality and that you feel things deeply because it helps me have a a deeper, richer, fuller, uh, more intimate and engaging life. And so over the years, because of uh, my mom, because of you, because of uh, friends, because of people that I help are emotionally sensitive, and just this journey of, of following Jesus with authenticity, I feel like I've been becoming more and more emotionally sensitive, that I feel things more deeply too, and, and really need to talk things out and be listened to with somebody that's safe and has empathy for me, and realize that, gosh, you know, for a lot of years, I was pretty stuck in my head. I just pushed the feelings down and got analytical and got busy and just didn't want to deal with that stuff. And then, of course, when you live that way, then the feelings will come up at surprising, unexpected, difficult times, and you just be overwhelmed. Maybe it's a depression, maybe it's an outburst of anger, uh, but that doesn't work. And so what you've shown me as someone who is emotionally sensitive and someone who is healthy, who has developed such a high emotional intelligence, is that, no, this is the way to live. As we go through life, we're having emotions about things, and so to pay attention to that to pray about those things, to talk to somebody safe who will listen and empathize and validate. And then that helps us to live life in a flow of of grace and truth with love and joy and peace and positive energy. Well, thank you for that, honey. You've really seen the gift in emotional sensitivity, and you've really valued that and leaned into that and learned from that. And I really respect you for that. And it's really increased our intimacy and it's also really increased your ability to love people. Yeah, well, our inspiration is our Lord, right? I mean, the Bible says that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. It's a great 
Bible verse, Psalm 34, 18. It's really a great theme throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament is that God is a God of compassion. You know, the most repeated verse that describes the Lord in the Old Testament is the Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and rich in love. For instance, Psalm 145, verse 8. So this is how the Lord is with us. Cast all your cares on me. Cast your anxieties on me, for I care for you, the Lord says, through Peter. Mm -hmm. Love that. So grateful for these scriptures that show us God's compassion. Psalm 56, 8. You keep track of all my sorrows. You've collected all my tears in your bottle. You've recorded each one in your book. He doesn't judge us and shame us for having those strong emotions. And Jesus embodies this. I mean, you can't understand Jesus if you don't see that he's a man of compassion. And his compassion, uh, which we might understand as acts of loving kindness that help people who are suffering and in need, this compassion is tied into his empathy. Mm-hmm. And we have another video on our Soul Shepherding Facebook page. It's a clip from a, a talk that we gave on empathy and Uh, We talked about empathy being very biblical, even though the word isn't in the Bible. But empathy simply means putting yourself in somebody's shoes, trying to understand what it's like to be them, what they feel, what they need, what they desire, and what their values are. And by taking that posture of active listening and curiosity and really absorbing somebody else's emotions and experience, that's how we know how to help them with a compassionate act. And so if we try, if we rush in to do something compassionate without empathy, it's probably going to be a miss. Yeah. I've had the blessing of getting to sit with a lot of emotionally sensitive people and empathize with their emotions. And it's beautiful what's beneath them that most people don't ever really get to see or know because they don't take time to really listen and draw out and empathize and understand what it's like for this person. And I I think of how these people are the people that are able in the body of Christ to comfort others with the comfort that they've received. And so as emotionally sensitive people, we need to really work on receiving empathy from Mm -hmm. God and from his ambassadors Mm -hmm. and then giving it. Yeah, the very best soul shepherds are people who are emotionally sensitive and have grown in their maturity and how they deal with their emotions and how they receive that empathy and grace from the Lord and from other people. Yeah, that's an important thing is we're training and mentoring pastors and all kinds of leaders and counselors to be soul shepherds, is that they be emotionally sensitive, that they have empathy and they really tune into other people because it's so easy when we're helpers to rush in with advice and activity and going up into intellect and theology and and all this. And when it's distancing from the inner person, what we feel, what we value, who we are deep inside, it's, it's just not loving. It's not helpful. Yeah. I'm also really grateful for the psalmists because they put a lot of emotion in their psalms. And so emotionally sensitive people like me relate because they're putting words to what we feel. Yeah. It's so validating so validating of our experience and the variety of emotions, positive and negative. And that's a big part of emotional sensitivity is that usually we who are emotionally sensitive have experienced a lot of invalidation, right? Mm -hmm. We've gotten messages, maybe as children growing up, uh, maybe from a spouse, other friends, coaches, teachers, pastors, different people without 
realizing that they're doing it. People who, in many cases, who love us can give messages that are really hurtful. Mm-hmm. And treat us like we're, there's something wrong with us or we're too fragile. Yeah. So what, what are some of those messages that are invalidating that we need to articulate here? Well, you're too sensitive. You need to get a thick skin. Mm-hmm. Toughen up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe uh, it's just a little scrape. Don't cry. Or, yeah, or, you know, well, you can't be hungry. You just ate. Or why are you so upset? Come on, get a grip on your emotions. Yeah, and so these messages are really shaming, and and they really cause us to feel as if we're bad and there's something wrong with us. It's not safe for us to share and express what we feel or have needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or a subtle one is reassurance. Oh, you know, don't feel sad. Look on the bright side. Oh, don't feel inadequate. You're so beautiful. You're so sharp. You're, you're really good at what you do. I mean, those are well-intentioned, perhaps. It's kind of... Cheerleading, pumping up positive feeling, but it's invalidating. Yeah, and so then it leads the emotionally sensitive person alone with their emotion because yeah. they feel like it's a burden to the other person mm-hmm. or an irritation. Yeah, yeah, and that feeling like a burden quickly becomes like a, a self condemnation or a self hatred, which is often a feature of being emotionally sensitive. Yeah. Because it, it's hard to bear all the emotion, it's hard to be sensitive, and it's hard to have other people not understand it and to feel judged and feel like you're a bother. So we really need empathy. All of us do, uh, especially if we're emotionally sensitive. We need to find people who are gracious and warm, who are good listeners, and who validate our feelings. So Lord God, we just thank you for uh, the gift of emotions. Life without emotions would be so drab and disconnected. Thank you, God, that you have made us as feeling creatures. And Lord, I just pray for every listener who is emotionally sensitive, that they would just feel, Jesus, your arms around them right now, arms of acceptance, holding them close to your heart in Abba's love. And help all of us, Lord, to be more tuned into and have more of a tender heart towards the people in our lives who are emotionally sensitive. And help all of us, Lord God, to grow up in your grace, whether we're emotionally sensitive and struggling with this, or we're not so much that way and we're more thinkers or doers. Help us all, Lord God, to to slow down now and get help being loving to one another, giving grace and empathy. In Jesus' name, amen. miss our upcoming series of Soul Talks for Lent on the cross and the kingdom. It begins on Saturday, February 25th. Each week, we'll have a conversation in response to the gospel stories, meditations, and prayers from our new booklet, Unforsaken, with Jesus on the Stations of the Cross. Unforsaken, that's what Jesus shows us. In Jesus' passion, we're caught up in the Father and Son intimacies and knowledge. We'd love to have you join us. You'd be doubly blessed if you buy a copy of Unforsaken. It's just $10 on soulshepherding.org or Amazon.